Hello, everyone. Great to be live with you. Well, the question today is how much does the Republican establishment handpick candidates to continue the Republican establishment way? Some people call it rhino Republican in name only. Uh, we're going to explore that today, uh, looking at a couple of candidates, one in New Hampshire, one in Texas here. There is interesting video and audio of what transpired with Kevin McCarthy in Texas that has me asking questions, raising my eyebrows. Uh, We are going to bring the candidate in question on the show today. Now, this is the candidate, a Republican, running against the Democrat who led the impeachment charge against Trump twice. If there is a Democrat who viciously wants the Republican president removed, and then you have Republican members of Congress, wouldn't you think that the members of Congress who are Republican would be very excited to replace that Democrat who was trying to impeach their Republican president? Yet now there is a Republican running against said Democrat who has a very good chance of winning. And instead of propping her up, pimping her out, making her a star, Kevin McCarthy is shutting her out. This is very strange. I want to know why. And we're going to look at video and audio in regards to this. We're going to talk to the candidate herself. Uh, Okay, so first, I want to show you another instance where this happened. This was in uh, New Hampshire. There's a candidate named Caroline Levitt. Democrats, or sorry, Republicans, including Kevin McCarthy, spent $5 million to shut out this Republican candidate. Uh, Tucker Carlson featured here. Here it is. This race has gotten incredibly nasty, so nasty that yard signs have been appearing in the district calling her KKK Airline. But it's not just the Democrats in this race, Tucker, that are attacking me. It's the Republicans, too. In fact, $5 million of dirty, dark, super PAC money from the Congressional Leadership Fund, Kevin McCarthy, Defending Main Street, have been attacking me and my family with television ads over the last week. And why is that? Voters in New Hampshire are wise, and they know it's because I'm the greatest threat to the establishment in this race. They laughed at me when I got into this thing last summer, and we are now in a dead heat tie with their hand-picked puppet all right so that was back in september in the primary you'll say okay okay that was republican versus republican primary okay so kevin mccarthy had his favorite republican well caroline levitt ended up winning kevin mccarthy didn't get his his uh, guy and uh last check caroline levitt is now in a dead heat against the democrat uh kevin mccarthy might have to you know share congress with a republican he doesn't like i guess but all right, hope, you, you just hope that now Kevin McCarthy is on team Caroline Levitt since she is the winner of the Republican primary, okay? But here in Texas, I'm in Houston, we have a Republican who won her primary, and guess what? She's being shut out by Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans. It's either her, here's the thing, voters either get Carmen Maria Montiel or Sheila Jackson Lee. Okay, those are the two choices. Democrat Sheila Jackson Lee or brand new incomer Carmen Maria Montiel. Let me just give you guys a taste of who the Democrat is. 
if McCarthy doesn't advocate for Republican, we may get this Democrat again. Let's look at who we get. Well, the congresswoman says that the president is, quote, unfit as commander in chief. And that is why she says, in part, she has filed for those articles of impeachment. I'm going to be introducing, um, along with other members, uh, a resolution of impeachment. We'll introduce that on January 11th uh, because the president has very keenly abused his powers. All right. So. Sheila Jackson Lee, that's her. She's the incumbent. You'll get her again if Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans don't support their own Republican candidate. Are they doing that? We're going to look at some recordings that tell the complete opposite story. I'm wondering, I can't wait for you to see these recordings. I am wondering, is Kevin McCarthy working with Sheila Jackson Lee? That's my question, because when you see these recordings, it's going to feel that way. Before we get into it, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage. Violent crime is at an all-time high. You're more likely now than ever to be attacked while walking down the street. In fact, in many parts of the nation, homicides have increased to a high, as high as 50% and as high as 36% for ag- aggravated assault. This isn't uncommon anymore. We're seeing crime rise across the nation, but there are vital steps you can take to save your life and those you love. An attacker's worst enemy is attention. That's why I highly recommend the Scream Siren. The Scream Siren is the ultimate ultimate personal protection alarm. They require no training or skills to operate and can be used by anyone, regardless of age or physical ability. The fact of the matter is victims are often too traumatized to shout or fight back in a dangerous situation. Criminals hate the attention and will likely run off after realizing that this alarm will not stop. Nearly 100,000 users trust the Scream Siren with their life. Try the Scream Siren risk-free for 90 days and for up to 50% off by clicking that link in the description box down below, visiting ScreamSiren.com. After placing your order, Scream Siren will be delivered straight to your doorstep. With that being said, I'm going to bring on the Republican candidate for Texas District 18. It's a big congressional district in Houston. Please welcome Carmen Maria Montiel. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Ivory. Thank you for having me. Okay, so I've come upon these recordings of Kevin McCarthy came to visit Houston, Texas last month. He held a press conference. You would think that the House Minority Leader would be excited that there is a candidate going up against Sheila Jackson Lee who has a good chance of winning. Now, I say good chance of winning because I'm just looking at the primary results. I just want to show show you guys. Um, this district was redistricted. This is Ballotpedia. You can see that Sheila Jackson Lee got 10,700 votes in the primary. You got 10,800 votes in the primary. So if if the primary was the election, the general election, you would have won. You would have beat out Sheila Jackson Lee, who first entered Congress, uh, I believe, in 94. She's been there a minute. She is a career politician. Uh, What's that? She has been there for 28 years. Wow. Uh, And tried desperately to impeach Trump first uh, or or twice. So, yes. Not only that, she has a history also voting on the floor to not accept, uh, you know, the electoral votes of certain states. So when she claims that she's pro-democracy, that's really not true because she tried to impeach our president twice and she has voted twice to, you know, to cancel the electoral votes or certain states. 
So here we have the opportunity to gain back a district within our city. As I say, my slogan is taking back our district, our city, one district at a time. Because it looks as uh, uh, the Republican has just given up on our cities and just we are just taking the suburbs. And look what's happening. You just say it. To, you know, the crime in our cities are at all-time high, especially in District 18. District 18 has the highest rate crime in the whole city of Houston. Wow. Uh, I know. I just talked to the owner of a car leasing company. He said he's had like 25 break-ins. Police do nothing. They call police. Police don't even show up. Police are so overwhelmed with everything. And then when police do arrest a uh, uh, someone who's actually committed a murder, the district judges let that person right back yeah, out. They, they right commit right. another crime. And the so police it's, department has a shortage of 2,000 officers. Houston Police Department, department needs 7,000 police officers, and we only have 5,000. So we have a problem. We have a major problem in this city in, in a district that is run by a Democrat for the last 28 years. But the district changed Ivory with the new uh, lines. And the district now is mostly Latino, over 45% Latino, 35% Black, 17% White, 3% Asian. In a lot of areas uh, now in the district used to belong to Dan Crenshaw. That's why I got more votes in the primaries, and that's why it's possible to take this district. It's really interesting. So a career politician who gets a ton of media attention, let me tell you, I have covered news in Houston now for four years. And Sheila Jackson Lee, the, the incumbent, is practically on TV every single day. She's photographed dancing with the local news anchors. I mean, she and the media are in bed and she is comfortable in that position. But for the first time, Republicans have a, a chance at pulling that away from her quite easily. Like you said, sadly, I, I hate that politics is so much about race, but you're saying it is the district being redrawn. It's more Hispanic now. And you just be, if the primary was the general election, you would have beat her. So you, you've got this big chance. Let's look at what happens when Kevin McCarthy comes to Harris County. There's this uh, surveillance uh, camera shot from the ring video. Okay. This is the ring camera video in the private meeting at GOP headquarters in Houston, Texas. This is you in the blue dress. Yeah. All right. You guys can see that. Okay. So Kevin McCarthy is sitting at the table in there. You would think he would welcome you in that office with open arms. Okay. You, you, did you, did he, you meet with him at all when he, not, when at, he all. Came? not no. at all. Okay. Not only did, not only did he not schedule a meeting with you, but just, Look what happens when you come to come to the room where Kevin McCarthy, there he is sitting in the white shirt and that's you in the blue. Okay. So tell me, tell me what's hap what's happening here because Republicans are saying you intruded. Yeah. I'm pulling, I'm, when, there was a press conference and uh, there was some last email to all members of the parties and candidates announcing and inviting us to go to the press conference. I show up um, there earlier. The press conference was 1130. I there arrived you go. You, that you go through the open door, but no, a staffer pulls you back. Yeah, she grabbed me by the arm and later, later she pushed me and they got me right away out of the office. There of she's, sho she's shoving you. She's shoving me. and I'm What's she saying? That I need to get out now. 
And Kevin, you can see Kevin McCarthy just sitting there. I mean, did did he at least notice you? I'm, it's obvious that he can see me, but, you know, they closed the door. The, the gentleman that is on the right is my uh, field director. Uh, you know, I what happened there, I arrived early. I texted him. I said, where are you? Because we were both going to the press conference. He told me I'm here at the headquarters. Just come up and join me. He was there for a good 50 minutes. And nobody told him to leave. Have you or heard of Executive Order 1406? Uh, but as soon as I showed up, they grabbed me by the arm and pushed me out of the headquarters. And then they proceeded through the whole thing to say that I was not invited. But I have the email to prove that I was indeed invited to to hmm. you know to this press. And the press conference says to all members and candidates to to you know they invite us to the press conference. You know, and all I want is, you know, there is a good chance to win. We, I believe not only we should look for a majority, we should look for a super majority because we're losing this country. We need to gain back our country. And, uh, and but there is not the same effort. And not only is that they don't support you, but really they, like you saw there, I was with that. And my, the reason why I say we need to take back our cities is, because if we don't take back our cities, we're going to become another California. That's what they did in California. They took the cities. When you see the map in California, it's all red. The only blue points are the cities. And that's exactly what they're doing to Texas. Okay, I do have a, a statement from the uh, the Harris County Republicans in Houston. Uh, they, responded, they responded to this video because... Uh, you know, I asked them, what the heck is going on? I mean, this is the House Minority Leader. Republicans say, Republican Congress members say that there's going to be a red wave. They want to take back the House. Democrats, I think, have an eight-seat majority right now on Republicans with three vacancies. They allegedly want to take back the House. The redistricting just gave them a huge district to snatch from one of the most leftist radical Democrats, Sheila Jackson Lee. And we see this video of you getting shut out. No meeting at all with Kevin McCarthy. He holds a press conference. You can't stand by him. You can't be seen by him. And we'll get in more into the Republicans saying their reasoning for that. Okay. But what's the other option? Sheila Jackson Lee, that's, that's the better option? I, I don't, I, I want to know. But okay, so... Here's the thing. Okay, the, the statement. So I text back and forth with the spokeswoman for the uh, Harris County Republican. She's here's her official statement. Quote: Carmen attempted to enter a private briefing. This is no. Uh, there is no truth to her allegations. The party is focused on getting the vote and early voting, which starts in less than a week. That's the statement. Okay, if they're focused on getting the vote, who, who are who are citizens voting for? They're well, supposed to be voting for us. And let me tell you, when you have, we have something interesting happening right now, Ivory, is Latinos are finally voting conservative. Here you have a Latina at the top of the ticket because in my district, I am the very first name that you saw in the ballot. Shouldn't they be using and, you know, getting, using my image and as a candidate to get the Latino vote out to help all of us Republicans within the city of Houston that today the city of Houston 47% 47% of the population of Houston are Latinos. They should be taking advantage, not only of me, but we have many Latinas running as judges. 
And this is the greatest time to take advantage of that. We also have the black community leading the, the, the Democratic Party as they are frustrated, especially with my opponent, that for 28 years she has done nothing. And the other fact we have with the new redistricting is there is 389,000 people registered to vote. You know how many of those registered to vote are swing voters? 286,000 of them are swing voters. This district is up for grabs. And that's why we can win it. And all I want is to be, you know, supported by the party so we can do this together. That's the whole idea. We start taking one district and then we flip our city back to red. Otherwise, we will eventually lose Texas. Like you said, majority of your district is swing voters up for grabs. If Kevin McCarthy wants a red wave, wants to wants the GOP to get a majority again, wouldn't he be promoting members of Congress? Why, when he visits your city, are does he have a staffer throw you out of the room? And then at his press conference, you aren't allowed to stand next to him. You never get a meeting with him the entire time he's there. Oh, I bet he's never mentioned your name. Does he really want a red wave? Just as a citizen of the United States, I'm just wondering. Well, let me tell you, not only after that, I was not even able to attend the press conference. And let me tell you, when they say, well, that was a private meeting. You know, we're adults. We're grown people. We're professional people. Was that the the way to handle that, Ivory? Wasn't it better just to come out and say, hey, this is a private meeting and he could have just come out. Nice to meet you. I would have handed my business card and perfect. No worry. Call me or we'll see you later. But grabbing somebody by the arm and pushing somebody out like I was really like I was a Democrat coming like, into the office. You guys are all in the same party, allegedly. Like, I'm OK. I'm not a politician, so I don't know how it works behind the scenes. And so you just think that behind the scenes, when Republicans are in the same building, it's all kumbaya. When Democrats are all in their same building, they all love each other, too. So to see a current uh, top congressman shut out a candidate, a, a, you know, a, a top candidate in the same party. I'm just I'm really baffled at that. But let's get more well, into shock myself because I have belonged you know, actively in the party for over four years. And there is nothing but we have great relationship. This, for me, it completely took me by surprise, Ivor. What is Kevin McCarthy really up to when he spends $5 million against a homegrown Republican with basic conservative values in New Hampshire, and then he wants to act like you, the top candidate against Sheila Jackson Lee, don't exist... Uh, I, I, he must have a good friendship with Sheila Jackson Lee, but let's, let's get into this. There is this recording. Okay. There were several people in the room following that incident. We got, I guess police were called because this woman tried to throw you out. Uh, police got well, involved. I called, I called the police because on the Texas law, the way I was handled, that's considered, you know, assault. And I am a survivor of domestic abuse. So, for me, handling me like that is a trigger. And I know, you know, what are my limits within my physical space. So I just found out all about this today. And I was like, oh, my gosh, police were involved. So I called police like, hey, can I get 
the police narrative on what really happened because you know, and, and and I had a nice conversation with the police officer and she said, yeah, nobody's even asked us. None of the media has even asked police about this incident. So they're going to get back to me on on exactly what police wrote down happened between you and Kevin McCarthy's people. But OK, let's get there was a follow up meeting. Several people in the room. I think you were in the room, too. But there is a recording of that meeting and uh, the GOP chairwoman for Harris County in Houston talked about what went down there. And she basically said, like, I get why you are frustrated, Carmen, because I was frustrated too. uh, When she basically Cindy, the chairwoman of the Harris County GOP says that she too was shut out by Kevin McCarthy. Listen to this. You know, Wesley had never voted Republican, had voted Democrat. The first time he went to vote was for himself, but he was McCartney's handpicked guy. And after sure. all the years, and not pat myself on the back, mm. but all the years that I have been involved in the party, that it, it was, it ticked me off that the leaders, DC, would be handpicking versus actually. As my youngest said, why is a California congressman deciding who represents us? Why is a California congressman deciding who represents us? Okay, that when I first heard that, that really alarmed me. I said, aren't the voters supposed to decide who represents us? Is it is Kevin McCarthy rigging elections like Hillary Clinton was uh, accused of doing against Bernie Sanders? But apparently I'm hearing the conversation out of context. According to the Harris County GOP, they said this, what she, what she was specifically referring to there was the press conference in, in Harris, in Houston last month that Cindy was, Cindy was, this this is the GOP narrative. Cindy was not saying that Kevin McCarthy rigs elections. She was saying that he Picks who represents us in a press conference lineup. Um, you can listen to it over and over again, but you know, <laughs> I don't think that was the case. I was just like, "What is going on?" Uh, so, so Cindy, the the GOP chair in Houston, she had been running against um, uh, Wesley Hunt That's for good. Congress uh, in twenty twenty. Wesley Hunt, like she said in the recording, a career Democrat, always voted Democrat, decides to run Republican, and Kevin McCarthy loves him, handpicks him to represent us. This is what Cindy from the GOP just said. I'm stunned. But apparently she was just saying he represents us in the in the lineup at the press conference. Well, you can deduct whatever you want. It's very clear there. You know, the problem is we should all be supported if we really want some majority. We're part of the party. I represent conservative values. You know, I very, I came, I'm from Venezuela. I was born and raised in Venezuela. And I always tell people I lost in a country and I refuse to lose another one. And I see the path we're heading here and I see it's the same path. There is similarities are amazing, especially when you live you have lived through it. I recognize the signs. And that's what I'm doing, what I'm doing. And we have serious problems in my district. You know, the, the, the people are not doing better. We have a media income of $46,000. We can implement trade education. And we have a major problem with a cancer cluster 
in the east side, you know, in the fifth ward, in the Kashmir uh, area, where the people are dying. And for 28 years, Sheila has done nothing. Nothing has been done to solve the problem, to clean the area, and to provide for the victims of, of this major uh, cancer cluster when the people, many are have already died and many are suffering the consequences. I met a mother with thyroid cancer with the stone with leukemia. And it's all part of that. And what is my opponent done about it? Nothing. And that's what, as Republicans, what we need to do is to care for our people and to gain back the house. Not with a small majority. I want a super majority because we need to take our country back either. And just to be clear, uh, getting the GOP spokeswoman side of it, she said that Kevin McCarthy was choosing candidates with a national security background because all members of Congress are back up for re-election. If you're in the House, you're all back up for re-election. So he couldn't put all the... Apparently, there wasn't room for him to put all the candidates behind him. He just wanted the ones with the national security background behind him at this press conference. That's what they're saying. And also, just going back in, in one thing, it was also about the takeover of China to the United States. And okay, I come from Venezuela, a communist country, a fantastic, wealthy country that succumbed to communism. And it's in the hands of all China, Russia, and Iran. So who has more experience into these deals than me? So, you know, it doesn't make any sense. They can, you know, try to canalize it anyway. But I think I was an important candidate with an important point of view to be there. And, uh, but, well, it didn't happen. All I have to say, can I have the support, but to go down to this type of treatment when, like I said, we are part of the same family and it's never been my experience. It completely uh, took me by surprise. So getting more into the GOP chairwoman, Cindy Siegel, what she said in that regroup meeting about what the heck happened with your She's saying uh, GOP chairwoman in Houston, Cindy Siegel, uh, She's saying that basically you coming to that meeting at all was uncalled for. Let's take a listen. Carmen coming up here and then trying to go into a meeting, into a room when they were preparing for the press conference was inappropriate at best. There you go. Inappropriate at best. But you, okay, so maybe not meet there, maybe meet after, but you didn't meet at all. They didn't want to meet with you. No, because they insisted, if you listen to the whole thing, they were insisted throughout the meeting that I was not invited. She was not invited. She was not invited until my team pulls out the email that was addressed to me. They were silent. They were like, oh, how did you get there? Well, it says here to all members of the party and candidates, and here it was, addressed to me and that's when they changed the tune of the whole thing because they were like what why I wasn't it was a it was kind of funny that it was a press conference but it was then you know when nobody saw it like where is this press conference did it go to the to the you know the outlets the nest you know the news networks here no it's um you know it's still something to figure it out, but I got an email and I was invited. It was 
And like in my field director was there and nobody told him to leave, that he was not welcome there. So you see there's something there. And all I said is, you know, I want the support. I would have loved to meet Kevin McCarthy and, you know, and tell him because many people apparently don't understand how this district has changed and how is it possible to win. Uh, yeah, not only not invite, I mean, I'm just thinking if I were Kevin McCarthy and I wanted a red wave, I wanted Republicans to take back the House, maybe not only would I invite Republican candidates to my presser, maybe I would go to the key districts my to meet directly with that just for the purpose of highlighting you. Wow, there's a chance to take it back from Sheila Jackson Lee. I'm going to fly to Houston just for that purpose, to take down the woman who tried to impeach Trump. But no, McCarthy does the exact opposite. I'm wondering why. It's and, okay, so let's get into the RNC's reasoning of maybe why. Maybe why they don't like you. Okay, Cindy Siegel goes on to say, there are issues with your past, Carmen. Uh, the RNC is concerned about your past. Here it is. The RNC had spoken to staff and said that they were very concerned about Carmen and all the arrest record that she has out there from Colorado to, I guess, the United Airplane, whatever. So you were arrested in your past. Is that why they are ignoring you? What, tell me about your past. You know, um, I'm being very vocal about it. I'm a survivor of domestic abuse. I wrote a book about it. And as people know, being a, a victim of domestic violence is very toxic. And many times I tried to escape. I tried to get away uh, from my abuser. And actually, I was set up by him. And there were two instances when he set me up because... He was just trying to get rid of me. But you know what happened? I went to every court and I won every case and every instance. So uh, this is the country where you're innocent until proven guilty. And that's what I did. I proved my cases. And uh, I never had problems before. I was trying to separate from my abuser. As everybody knows, the most dangerous moment of an uh, abusive relationship is when the victim wants to get away. And that's exactly what happened to me. And ever since after that, never again. It was all part of the turmoil created by my abuser. And I wrote a book about it, Stolen Identity, telling the whole story. And I always said, you know, at least I was lucky enough that I was able to get away. But many women do not live to tell their stories. 75% of women in prison, they are victims of domestic abuse because many times abusers set them up like it happened to me. Or many times, you know, sadly, in those situations, bad things happen to them. But and that's the problem when you're a victim. And that's what I always tell people. Nobody wants to be a victim because once you are a victim, everybody keeps on victimizing you. And the sad part here is that my own party is victimizing me. And you can look at the record of many candidates. And many candidates actually right now are facing problems as they are running and Kevin McCarthy is supporting them. Wow. So uh, that's the excuse, but not the reason. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm trying to get to the truth and what the heck is really going on. Um, your story really raised my eyebrows. And um, 
the GOP spokeswoman is like, seriously, you're covering this? And I was like, yeah, this is, I'm like, I thought Republicans were in the same party and wanted a red wave. You see shenanigans like this, you wonder what's really going to happen on election day with these shenanigans. So um, thanks for coming on and, and telling your story. I'm seeing the comments. Um, ooh, someone, Kenneth says he, I know who's contributing to you, and that's not good, Ivory. You should share who's paying your bills. So today, the scream siren is paying my bills. Uh, this is my the sponsor of my coverage. Um, I also, <laughs> the only other sponsors of my coverage are those who subscribe to my independent journalism on ivoryhacker.com. Uh, if you purchase a subscription, you're supporting me. And then uh, Noble Gold is my other sponsor. Um, I just posted today. I actually, today I had to turn down money from a political candidate out in a, a Western state. I don't want to put the person on blast because it's normal to want to, you know, pay for advertisements. I just don't accept money from candidates. You are a candidate I wanted to highlight because the, your story applies to the voters. I'm covering your story because when we go out and vote, we think that our vote is going to count. We think that Kevin McCarthy, for instance, is going, you know, Republican voters think that he is representing Republican values. And then you see, well, actions may speak louder than words. You see what he's doing today. Is he collaborating with Sheila Jackson Lee? That's my you question. Know, that story with uh, this uh, candidate, Carolina, um, you know, that aired the same day that the incident happened with me. And it was an eye opener. Of course, that day I didn't see it. By next day or two, people were sending me that clip. And I was like, oh my God. So there is more of us. And we should, we're in this together and we should work together. And that's all I'm asking, you know, for the support so we can win this together. And especially, you know, I am a Latina. I am the only Latina candidate running for Congress in the city of Houston with Latinos voting Republican right now, shouldn't they be happy endorsing me and helping me? Because he's helping all of us at the end of the day. 47% of the population in Houston are Latinos. If we push the Latinos up, all the Latinos are going to be voting for all of us, everybody that is in the ballot. And you know, that's a very long ballot if you went through it. <laughs> so it's a very, because we have many uh, candidates running for judge in, in this occasion. Yeah, when Kevin McCarthy claims to be a Republican and represent Republican values and then essentially takes actions to shut down Republican candidates, which would be almost campaigning against Republicans, is he really a Republican? Uh, how many wolves in sheep's clothing are in Washington, D.C.? That's what I want to know. Um, there, It's understandable that Hillary Clinton would have incentive to collude against Bernie because she wants to be the president, not Bernie. But why would McCarthy collude against you and the candidate in New Hampshire? $5 million against the candidate in New Hampshire? That was big. Why, why is McCarthy appearing to collude against Republicans when they are not going to kick him out of office? They're going to join him to represent Republican values. What are McCarthy's true intentions? That's my question, guys. We're all going to be in the same boat, voting for the same interest and, you know, saving this country because it's what matter. We are in a very bad path at this point. Uh, 
look at the economy. You know, the gas prices are skyrocketing. Um, you know, people are having a hard time feeding their families. People are losing their, their investments for their retirement. Uh, they're brainwashing our children in school. So we need to take back our economy, make this country the great country it's always been, but right now it is not. And getting back to our, our faith value, you know, God values and educated our, our children the way, we're, the way we're supposed to educate them with principles and values. Yeah, people are saying uh, that basically they want more Hispanics in office. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Carmen, for your time. And uh, we will stay tuned to see how you do on Election Day, November, November 8th, against Sheila Jackson Lee after getting zero support from the GOP. GOP says you haven't raised, you, you haven't done much fundraising and they're sure not helping you. Well, let me tell you, I'm just going to ask all your, your viewers to please visit my website, www.carmenforcongress.com. That's with F-O-R, carmenforcongress.com. That's a way to help me. Just donate. We need a lot of volunteers because Monday, early voter, uh, early voting will start on Monday uh, for two weeks, and that will be until uh, November the 4th. And then election day is November 8th. We need people helping us at every polling place. But please visit my website, make a donation. Every dollar count, and it's important. Actually, yeah, I linked this website down below. I, I linked your website and Sheila Jackson Lee's website. So, if you're, you know, my viewers can compare and see, you know, why why would Kevin McCarthy want to keep Sheila Jackson Lee there? All right. Thank you so much, Carmen. Uh, best of luck to you, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye.